Welcome to Logical, the UAE's first and still the only regular legal podcast. My name's Tim Elliott. Logical comes to you from the Dubai-based legal firm HPL Yamalaba and Plethka. And as always, here's the managing partner, Ludmilla Yamalaba. Nice to see you. Good to be here with you, Tim. Today, it's end-of-service benefits for domestic workers in the United Arab Emirates, Ludmilla. And before we get to kind of the nitty-gritty, if you like, of the subject, just define the term domestic worker. How is it defined under the law? So domestic workers in general terms is defined as those employees who work in, in the house representing or, uh, or providing services to, um, the family uh, of individuals. And so it's, it's perhaps it's less about the specific definition of domestic or the term of domestic workers, but more by it, it's defined in terms of examples who are uh, who are considered to be domestic workers. So they could be nannies, uh, they could be sh- uh, chauffeurs or drivers, chefs, gardeners, uh, cleaners, maids, teachers. Uh, they could even be um, uh, even be uh, personal trainers uh, and uh, nurses. Yeah, so they are defined as, generally speaking, as domestic workers. But ultimately, the, uh, the, the defining as the parameters is that these are people who usually, usually they even live in the house, but they, they, they work, they work and live in the house and representing and taking care and servicing the, uh, the needs of people who are um, families. As in most cases, they live in the house. They don't have to live in the house, but certainly, whatever the work they do, it is for kind of personal, for, for domestic needs, or personal needs uh, of uh, a family and family members. Okay, we've talked about domestic workers' rights a number of times on Logical, but this is new, almost kind of breaking, uh, as it were. There's no mention of end of service uh, benefits in the new law, the the federal decree number nine of 2022 on domestic workers that came into effect at the end of last year now this was something you remarked on at the time and if I remember uh, rightly you said it was a point that you wanted to come back to in another podcast so here we are and yes here we are and uh, just to set the stage why we are talking about uh, end of service uh, for domestic workers is because, as we've discussed before, in the UAE, there's a concept of end of service um, gratuity or entitlement uh, for uh, at least uh, for for the most part for you know, all employees, or at least historically was for all employees, but in particular for the employees of private sector and, and public sector. So, and this is the UAE's version of uh, uh, some type of a pension plan or, uh, or a severance um, plan. And that's because, and that's for expats. So this only applies really to expats, not, not so much the um, uh, UAE nationals, but this is the UAE's version for expats to provide for some kind of a, a additional pay payment plan and some sort of compensation uh, as a reward for their employment uh, uh, in the UAE. So uh, in technical terms, or I guess in more, uh, more ubiquitous terms, we referred this to in the UAE as end of service, EOS, or gratuity. Uh, and um, until recently, and uh, you pr- maybe you recall, we were one of the, the few ones or the, f- the first ones. But until recently, the um, perception was that uh, it's mainly end of service benefits only really apply to employees in the private sector and the public sector. And the public sector usually 
These are the, I guess, historically government employees or public sector employees have better benefits or perhaps a little more generous benefits than the employees in the private sector. But in private sector employees, and they have all been entitled to this, what's called the end of service gratuity. And that's at the end of their employment, uh, as long as, in relevant terms, as long as they work for the company for at least one year, they would be entitled to end of service. And end of service, and again, in other, in most cases, is calculated as about 21 days of basic salary for every year of service. So every year, when you work for about a year, you're entitled to, at the end of your employment, you're entitled to additional about three weeks of your monthly salary <clears throat> for every year of service. Uh, so, but for the longest time, and this is kind of important to highlight, for the longest time there wasn't really a specific law. In fact, the, the employment law that sets out the end of service for the private sector is the same employment law, that, the, the previous version of the employment law that specifically uh, excluded domestic workers. Yet, uh, until 2017, there wasn't a specific law, employment law, that governed domestic employees or domestic workers. Uh, so until about 2017, uh, there was only employment law that covered um, uh, the, the private sector, and then there was the HR law, which the basically employment law that covers the government employees. Uh, but both laws, more or less specifically, excluded domestic employees, and yet there was no uh, law, specific law, that would cover domestic employees. Now, in 2017, a law was issued, and that's the federal law number 10 of 2017 that specifically set out what this was a specific law for employment law for domestic employees, which was great because it set out, set out all the requirements and, and entitlements and obligations as they pertain to domestic employees in the UAE. For the most part, in, in most cases, it's sort of uh, mirrors or at least um, trails uh, the, the general benefits, the most benefits uh, that are also set out in the employment law for the private sector. So, for example, holidays um, and, and health insurance and just the treatment of employees and so on and so forth. So, in many ways, it is it had it had a, a lot of or similar benefits and rights um, that were given to the domestic employees as those that are provided for uh, for employees in the private sector. Among other things, and more importantly, that same law also spelled out the entitlement to, to the end-of-service benefits for domestic workers. And that was the, the big kind of the groundbreaking uh, provision because until that time, a, uh, most domestic workers never did not even know that they were entitled to end of service. But even when the law came into effect, it wasn't really talked about very much. So I think it was wasn't until perhaps we started covering and doing this podcast a few years ago that we started raising this awareness, mm-hmm. and um, this created a lot of uh, exuberance and excitement in the market because all of a sudden domestic employees realized that well they have in addition to obtaining receiving their salary and. Um, and uh, take it home. Additionally, they also had this other payment uh, that they were entitled to at the end of their employment. Furthermore, that particular provision uh, also spelled out that uh, since in, in most with most domestic employees, their employment contract is for two years, that that employment or that, that gratuity uh, had to be paid to them every two years irrespective of whether they continued or not their employment. So unlike other employees in the private sector, so for example, if you're working on gratuity or end of service, by definition comes at, at the end of your employment. So if you worked for 10 years, you wouldn't be receiving it uh, until you've 
you finish your employment at the end of 10 years. Uh, for domestic employees, it was somewhat different. So it, it's, the law stated that every two years at the end of the contract, domestic employees were entitled to receive uh, and therefore employees were obligated to pay them their end of service. And that end of service was or gratuity was calculated as 14 days of every year of service. In other words, at the end of every two years, they would receive additional about you know, four weeks of, of um, salary, uh, which is about an extra month of salary. So every two years, uh, let's say when uh, the nanny or a maid wanted to either renew her contract or go home <laughs> to see her family, uh, then she, uh, by law, uh, it wasn't always practiced, but by law, employers were required to pay the end of service for the previous two years. So that's how it was from 2017, and that was the federal law number 10 of 2017. Uh, and um, uh, and since we started covering this, there was a lot of excitement, and there's a lot because the, the domestic employees became a lot more informed. Uh, and uh, we know firsthand that... Uh, uh, this was a big shocker to a lot of employers because they're not they were not they're not aware of the law and when this was brought to their attention they obviously had not many of them either had not planned and not budgeted or just were not really happy about it be it as it may as t- as time went on and people were more and more informed um, these benefits domestic employee employees were actually claiming these benefits and whenever there were disputes that would go to court uh, then the courts would all always award these, uh, this end of service or gratuity to domestic employees. Then last year in 2022, uh, the, uh, there was a new law that came out on domestic employees, and that's law number nine of 2022 on domestic workers. Uh, and uh, this law, so it came out only in, in December or came into effect in December. Uh, so in this, this law specifically canceled out the previous law, which was law number 10 of uh, 2017 on domestic workers, which we just discussed. And so this previous law that set out this framework for the um, payment, the entitlement and the payment of uh, gratuity for domestic workers. So this new law that was issued or came into effect in uh, December of 2022 canceled out the previous law. Right. Okay, and uh, so then of itself, uh, as as we've seen so much uh, legislative um, evolution and development in the, in the last two years, in particular, or maybe maybe almost three years now since, since the beginning of COVID, um, that uh, you know, and all of most of these regulations have um, uh, have been uh, uh, perhaps uh, significant steps forward in terms of uh, kind of updating the laws uh, to um, to current societal needs. And so the expectation was that this new law for domestic employees would also introduce new benefits, new rights, uh, and uh, would um, otherwise be uh, a more favorable law. And um, for for all intents and purposes, I, I have to tell you, it is a much better law in terms of how it's structured, how it's defined. It's a lot more more clear uh, than the previous law. Uh, it's a lot more specific, uh, targeted for okay, these are the entitlements, these are the rights of domestic employees, uh, as opposed to the previous law, which talked a lot about the recruitment agencies and what the rights between recruitment agencies and um, and employers or the families that would be hiring domestic employees 
Boys is a little uh, is a little less um, uh, less uh, clear about okay. So these are the rights and these are the entitlements for domestic employees. So this new law, structure wise, is a lot more is a lot more clear and it's a lot more helpful and insightful to domestic employees in terms of what they can cannot do and and equally so uh, limitations and restrictions on employers be it um, families direct employers uh, or recruitment agencies uh, and so in that way it's it's quite it's quite um, it's quite a helpful law uh, with regards to the end of service, however, uh, the uh, there is Article 22 of that law. Remember, we're talking about the 2022 law, which is law number nine. Um, is, with regards, and that's the article that talks about um, uh, end of service. So, uh, and the the, the reference in, in this article is that it's so that any kind of end of service entitlements will be discussed. And in the future decision, it will be addressed in the future decision by the UAE cabinet, uh, which would ultimately adopt rules and regulations for calculations and payment of end of service gratuity for domestic workers. That's basically what Article 22 uh, of this Federal Decree Law Number 9 of, uh, or 10, oh, sorry, Federal Decree Law Number 9 of 2022 states that with regards to end of service, uh, Benefits, it will be further clarified and further set out and defined in the future UE cabinet resolution. Uh, so that um, cabinet resolution um, has since been introduced, and that was uh, in just in January, just a few months after the, the the main law came into effect. So in January of 2023, the UAE issued a new cabinet resolution number 106 of 2022, and that's uh, regarding domestic employees. So now, uh, so there, remember, there's the main law, which is law number nine of 2022, and now there's this resolution to um, uh, to add on or clarify the main law, which is the resolution number 106. So this resolution, however, does not state anything about end of service. So it doesn't make any kind of mention of end of service uh, period, let alone about how to calculate and and, and pay end of service. And that's um, the uh, is if you're calling the main law, which is law number nine of 2022. The article 22 mentions that the future cabinet resolution will discuss and and set out uh, regulations for calculation and payment of end of service. Sure. So if I'm I'm trying to get my head around this. So if if it's not referred to, you're thinking, is this to come? But you can only go with the law as you see it at that point in time. So this is not referred to at all. Exactly. It's so not in the law. It's, 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 it's referenced in very general terms in the main law uh, to be further clarified and explained right. in the future law. And the future law came out, but it makes no mention or no reference of the end of service entitlements for domestic okay. employees. So from that, do you take, since it's not yet been referenced, that you have no right to an end of service? Benefit? Exactly. So, and, and what's important is it correct? So there's no more legal authority that exists today on the basis of which a domestic employee can claim gratuity. Okay. Uh, so, and this is because in law, you obviously have to, if you're going to make a, a claim for a right, that right has to exist either in contract or in law. Mm. And so in law, if there has to be a, a law for you to reference to. And as I mentioned earlier, the previous law from 2017, that was law number 10 of 2017, is no more. 
because the later law, which was issued in 2022, law number nine, that law specifically basically cancels out, erases the previous law from 2017. So the, pre- the previous law and the provisions related to end of service and how they were calculated, how they were to be paid, is basically no more. Think of it as a document that is no longer, no longer exists, like erased. So that's ultimately what, what, that's the effect of it. So while we, we know and a lot of domestic employees uh, learned about the entitlement to, grat- to, to, uh, to gratuity for them in the last several years, and many have claimed, and many are still expecting them to be the case. If they were to claim that today, there is no more legal authority, valid legal authority on which they can rely to make that uh, request or that claim. Uh, furthermore, we, we obviously there's a few kind of nuances to this. One, uh, well, perhaps you know, perhaps there will be another resolution that would it would be issued uh, to add on to this main law, and that is is often the case in the UAE in particular when the main law is issued. As time goes on, they keep adding more. They they, res- they either clarify or further define or add on or amend certain aspects of the main law. Mm-hmm. So, for example, there'll be this this one cabinet resolution, but the cabinet can issue other resolutions. So it could be other resolutions that will continue to define other aspects of uh, the main law. So there's a chance there will be another resolution in the future to perhaps address this uh, point or close or this void because maybe it's unintentional. We don't know. But as things stand today... Uh, that um, the the law doesn't. There's no nothing in the law right now to kind of hang a hat on, with regards to the claim for end of service. Uh, furthermore, we thought, okay, listen, well, maybe since the courts, as I mentioned earlier, uh, previously before the the law changed, uh, there were claims before the, um, uh, the the labor courts for by domestic employees for payment among other things of domestic uh, of, of gratuity, and the courts were granting it. So obviously, the courts are aware. Mm. Uh, of that law. So we thought, okay, well, maybe the courts will continue to, in the absence of uh, the new law uh, that sets out uh, gratuity entitlement, maybe they will sort of extrapolate from the previous law. Uh, so that was a little, a little bit of, of hope, if you will. Uh, though, to be honest with you, that would not be proper for the courts to do because courts and judges can only really apply the law. And if the law doesn't state anything, then extrapolating from something that doesn't exist is, sure. is also questionable. Um, so, but, but furthermore, we have since looked and, 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 uh, reviewed a number of court judgments, uh, in the context of domestic employees claims. And so far, everything we have seen, there's, there's no mention of, of gratuity or end of service entitlements for domestic employees. In other words, the law, just to summarize, the law does not provide for end-of-service gratuity. The new law and this new law canceled out the previous law that had references and had set out a very clear formula for domestic, uh, domestic gratuity. And furthermore, the courts, uh, at least uh, based on what we've seen so far, uh, have not been uh, even discussing the end-of-service gratuity because that's obviously there's no support for it in the law. Okay, so this applies to anybody who's been hired as a domestic worker who holds a domestic worker's visa. Uh, yes, correct. And that's right. a great clarification. Yes. So this this particular law applies to actually the so-called legitimate domestic employees, right. domestic workers because in order in order to work in the UAE 
as a domestic worker, you need to be sponsored and you need to be employed yeah. as a domestic worker. Yeah. That means in, in relevant terms, if you're in Dubai, the, the authority that sort of, that kind of governs this is Tadbir. Then there's a special contract, employment contract that applies to domestic worker that's issued by Tadbir and kind of registered and managed through Tadbir. And similarly, on the back of that employment contract for specific contract for domestic employees, um, there's also a visa that's, uh, uh, UAE residence visa that's issued on the back of that employment contract, which is also basically a domestic employee, employee visa. Uh, so if, so this particular law, this law that we just discussed, it applies to those domestic workers who are basically the, the legal domestic workers, so to speak. Anybody else who, for example, works as a domestic worker, but is on Somebody else's visa, could it be a spousal visa, could be a company's visa, and there's a lot of people like that here, uh, who, for example, because it's cheaper and easier, let's say they, some, some company puts them on their visa, but for all intents and purposes, they're domestic employees, but they have a corporate visa. So those actually, those kinds of employees, that's not, technically speaking, that's not a legal way for them to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, but if they there was a dispute in that context, they would not be able to benefit from this law. They would have to be claiming employment benefits under the um, the main um, employment law, which is which applies to the private sector, which we've discussed. So in that case, they would be entitled to end of service because they would be governed by the actual employment, the UAE labor law or employment law. Even though the visa doesn't really stipulate that they're doing what they should be doing. Correct. And the law applies in that way. Uh, great point. Be- and that's because these are two different laws, right? Yeah. So the employment laws apply to for anybody who is employed in the UAE. And so the employment law and the, empl- and, and, and the labor courts will address that aspect and that issue of relationship. In other words, if you worked, you were entitled to get paid. Uh, yeah. It doesn't matter whether you worked without a visa, illegally or not. So the courts don't look at that as long as you, the, you, the work you perform is legal. In other words, in certain professions that are uh, perhaps less legal or sure. a little more frowned upon here. But as long as it's a legal in, in nature, the work that you, you do, uh, whether you had a visa or not, that's not really, that's outside of jurisdiction of the employment courts, and they don't look at that. Judges don't look at that. Uh, but if you're working in the UAE uh, uh, without a visa, without the correct visa, that's more of an issue for the immigration authorities. And on that basis, you could be, you could be fined, uh, you could even be deported by the immigration authorities, but you'd still be entitled to your employment benefits, by the way. So there's mm-hmm. separate laws. So you, you're cor- correct. That's a, that's a great question, but, uh, uh, so, in other words, for all those domestic employees who may be working on kind of the wrong visa, if there is an employment entitlement or if they want to claim end of service because they are sponsored by a company versus mm. a domestic employment, they certainly have the right and they should not be afraid of it. But all those legally employed domestic workers for the time being, there's no more claim for end of service. Um, what about, let me go back to benefits and back to uh, Federal Decree Law Number 9, 2022, the domestic workers law that has superseded uh, all others that go before. Are holidays included for domestic workers and are those paid under the, the new law? Yes. And so in most cases, the new law more or less 
copies or mirrors the benefits uh, that are set out in the previous law that was canceled. And so holidays, entitlement to holidays, which is 30 days, uh, was provided for in the previous law, and it's equally so provided for in this law. So yes, holidays always is 30 days of holidays per year, uh, and uh, also um, uh, employers are required to, pro- to to allow their domestic uh, workers to go on holidays uh, every two years. So they're not allowed to deny them. In other words, this holiday time, they have to they have to take holidays at least in the very least every two years. Uh, so and if they don't, then they they have they have to pay their holidays that they don't um, that the employee does not take. They have to pay it out. Uh, so, um, so yeah, so that's provided for. That's that's in the law, and that's more or less, more or less sort of mirrors the previous provisions. Okay. But um, what if somebody? I mean, this is still a new law. What if somebody resigned before this law was issued, and they're they're just working until I don't know the end of their contract, the end of their visa? But what if they resigned before this was? Um, Published in the official gazette. I think that's the way, you know, laws are published here. As long as they're still working. And mm-hmm. so whenever, so if they were to resign, then if you resign, you would not be working anymore beyond the, the one month the, notice, for example, yeah, right? Because yeah, if you, enough. if you're still, if you're working, then you're still working. And therefore, when you stop working, then that's the end of your employment. And so and therefore, the, this law, um, so if there was a dispute, it would be, the dispute would arise as of the time that your employment mm-hmm. ends. Your employment okay. ends, right? Uh, so if you end um, December 15th, then the law is already in effect, and and all the and, and so at that point, because remember the, the the importance of this new law is it completely cancels out the previous law. So when if yeah. you resign, you're uh, terminated, uh, or there's a dispute um, that arises after the law came into effect, there's no other law to rely on. So if you have a dispute, you have to cite the law, and the only valid law that exists is this law number nine of 2022. I mean, there's a reason I ask that. What what you find here is lots of domestic workers will be with, say, uh, a nanny with a family, could be with a family for 20 years. That's more than feasible. And that's, you know, clearly a different relationship. But it could well be that, I don't know, the nanny is, is, look, I'm going to go back home. uh, And the employer says, well, can we wait until X child is at a certain point in school? So a notice could have been given, you know, a good bit earlier than you know the the usual kind of one month that's what i'm thinking because it strikes me that the the relationship between the domestic worker and the employer is a is a very different relationship between a corporate employer and an employee in most cases for sure yeah it's a lot more it's it's a lot more intimate right because sure. this this yeah. person lives with you in your house or or in the very least they take care of your family and they take care of you uh so it's a very intimate relationship mm-hmm. and um so for sure it's it's you know there's a lot more uh, perhaps it's more familial as well. So it's almost like a, in most cases, you'd hope that it's more like a family member. So therefore you sure. would be treating them differently. But it's interesting to, to your, to go back to your example. So theoretically, and, and, um, using that example, somebody who works for a family for two years, that person should have been receiving their end of service every two years. Because remember, under the previous law that came into effect in 2017, <laughs> they would have been entitled to end of service as of 2017, not yeah. previously. And and uh, between 2017 and 2022, every two years, they should have been receiving the end of service. That was that was the uh, importance of that, uh, or what I thought was a, a kind of a beautiful uh, 
mechanism in that in, in that law to ensure that employees don't get abused, right? And so that, and then also that they have an opportunity to to save some money along the way or to receive some mm-hmm. additional money along the way. So as per that law, the end of service had to be paid out legally, had to be paid out every two uh, two years, even if you continued on working for the same employee. But every time you renewed your contract. Then, technically speaking, under the law, you would have, you should have been receiving the end of service. So hopefully, for, in your case, that person would have received the end of service from 2017 to 2022, uh, at least, at least that, um, that, um, um, that, that period of time. And more importantly, and to your earlier point about this sort of the, the very, very intimate nature of the relationship, you'd hope that if somebody has worked for you for 10 years and that they've made special accommodation to stay with you yep. and your family to, um, uh, to help you out uh, until uh, your children are grown up or whoever it is that in your family that needs help, that the family would uh, do them right and uh, would take care of them and uh, whether the law changed or not, that benefit, obviously, that, that benefit is always optional. And so the family could offer that optional so as, as an optional benefit. So you'd hope that in that case, um, the change in the law would not affect that relationship. There is always hope. That's another episode of Logical. This time, end of service benefits for domestic workers here in the UAE, of which there is no mention under the new law, UAE Federal Decree Law, Number nine from December 2022. As always, thanks for listening uh, and watching, or both. And thanks to our legal expert, managing partner here at Yamalava and Pleska, Ludmilla Yamalava. Thank you. Tim, thank you. Great being here with you. Find us at LY Law, social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, YouTube. You can find all our podcasts at lylawyers.com. If you'd like your legal question answered in an episode of Logical, or you'd like to talk to a qualified UAE experienced legal professional, Click contact at lylawyers.com.